Hey, what's going on, champs? I'm Aaron Deliosa. Welcome to an Immigrant's Life podcast, my podcast about immigrants, immigration, and everything in between. Today is another solo cast, solo deep episode. By the way, I like doing this solo cast because when we have a guest, I want that episode to be about the guest stories. But with this solo cast, I can tell my stories and expand on topics that I like to discuss more and share my advice and opinions regarding it. Today we're going to talk about challenges of a long-distance relationship and how it affects immigrants. So let's get to it. Being in a long-distance relationship, it, it sucks, but it's a fact of life, especially for immigrants. Growing up in the Philippines, I saw a lot of couples who went through long-distance relationships, and I personally went through it for a short period of time. So today we'll talk about long-distance relationship, or LDR, as the cool kids calls it the negative factors that makes or breaks relationship, and my advice to prevent your relationship from being damaged by these challenges. First challenge, miscommunication. If communication is the cement you use to build a strong foundation of your trust, your care, and your love for your partner, in reverse, miscommunication is the water that erodes the foundation of your house of love. Let me tell you what I think the two main factors of miscommunications are. Example A, not talking enough. You know, sometimes you're tired from work, school, or just your overall day. You just want to go home, sit on the couch, take your bra off, and just watch TV. But then you get a call from your partner, and obviously you will be forced to talk. And if you don't have the energy or want to do anything, you're usually just apathetic towards it. And that causes problems between you and your partner. In addition to that, you get bored talking about the same topics. You know, nothing really significant happens every day. And if you always talk about the same topics or people, it gets boring eventually and the conversation becomes stale. Example B, talking too much. Social media is an amazing tool for communication, but it also gives you a way of bombarding your partner with messages and calls. If you smother your partner, this may result to them ghosting you. Or when you actually talk, you don't allow your partner to tell their stories because you're so excited to tell your story and you don't allow them to talk. A good example of this is what happened to my friend. They were newly married, but unfortunately my friend had to move and work in a different country. And first they were excited since they were on the honeymoon phase, but eventually his wife started getting overwhelmed that they had started having issues. Thankfully, uh, the wife realized this and she spoke up and told my friend that, hey, dude, you got to chill on the messages and when we talk. And since then, they have improved their relationship, to be honest. So my advice to avoid miscommunication are communicate clearly, give each other enough time to talk, listen and understand. Also, don't suffocate your partner. Like a good bottle of wine, you got to let them breathe. Factor number two, time. Time is a bitch. It's an opponent you can't compete with. The best thing you can do is plan against it to the best of your ability. Here are the examples of when time becomes an issue. Example A, time difference. Living in different countries with different timelines is a very tricky situation. Example B, too busy to talk. Not having enough time to talk. This could be cost of work, school, or whatever the factor is. My advice here is, think of it this way. 
Time is the water to your plant that you call relationship. So better find time and reserve a special time for each other. Because I promise you, somebody will be willing to water that plant for you. Third challenge, the feeling of growing apart. This is that feeling when you feel that you and your partner are growing in different directions and your goals are not related anymore. Here are the examples of factors that make you guys grow apart. Example A, the other person can't really relate what you are going through because of the obvious fact that you are on two different countries, different culture, different sets of friends. Everything is different. Example B, having the space and freedom from each other. It gives you a chance to discover new things that you like, which not necessarily liked by your partner. My advice here is keep in touch and review your goals to each other to make sure you guys are still on the same page. You might not on the same lane, but at least you are heading the same direction. Fourth challenge, neglecting other important relationships. Yes, you guys live in different countries. It's not an ideal situation, but you should not stop enjoying and experiencing life because you can't be together. Here are the two signs of you neglecting other important relationships. Example A, you refuse to go out and do anything because you feel guilty of having fun without your partner. Example B, you avoid family and friends because they may ask you to do something that may lead you to experience new things that you might enjoy. I was guilty of this when I was new here. When I was new here, I was really homesick and I refused to go anywhere and go on any trips. I avoid friends and family because of fear of feeling guilty. Eventually, it became detrimental to me and my girlfriend, and it wasn't really actually good for our relationship in the end. Fifth challenge, jealousy or feeling insecure. This is the coup de gras for any relationship. This is the rust that will corrode your relationship. So try your hardest not to let jealousy or feeling insecure comes into your psyche. Don't let that darkness envelops you. However, sometimes the darkness can creep up on you through different ways. Example A. Hearing your partner's talks enthusiastically about new friends and the things that they have been doing together. Example B. Talking about cool co-workers and how they enjoy working with them, especially if they are the opposite gender. So my advice here is, don't be a needy bitch, bruh. Let your partner enjoy their life, be happy for them, and trust they're not going to do anything stupid. Sixth challenge, lack of physical intimacy. Humans are social creatures. The lack of physical touch makes you sick emotionally and physically. I'm going to read two comments a couple of friends told me about this topic. Friend A. Lack of physical intimacy triggers loneliness. Sometimes you just want a hug or a kiss when you get home after a tough day. And coming home in an empty house is just, no pun intended, a heartbreaker. Friend B. We can't even do things together. Sometimes something funny or annoying happens and I catch myself looking over to my side to see his reaction and then realizing halfway through that he's not even there. My advice for this is 
like time, this is one of those things that you can't really do anything about. But just take it to the chin and roll with it. Try to communicate more when you're going through the emotions that lack of physical intimacy brings. This is when you dig deep and really lean on each other for support. And know that that feeling will pass. Seventh and last challenge, lack of sexual contact. When the night is cold and you want that warm body beside you and you want that something something, if you know what I mean, you cannot even get that. My advice here is, if it's possible and if you are both comfortable, video calling is the best substitute to supplement this need. Be playful, be creative, and enjoy your time. Or, this is a bit extreme, but I know this happens. And it's an option that you could take, but approach with caution. And this option was taken by a friend of mine and his wife. So his wife was working abroad and they haven't seen each other for three to four years. So my friend told his wife that he will hire a prostitute and it's for straight up sex. Apparently they thought about it for some time and they really considered the consequences of the action. So after thinking it over, they set the rules that they are both comfortable with and went ahead with the plan, believing that it's the best for their relationship. So he did the deed and fast forward, now they have been living together for some time now. And he told me that it's not even an issue. Of course, one man's medicine could be one man's poison. So please, if you decide to take this route, make sure that you and your partner really consider the consequences like my friend and his wife did. So that's the seven challenges of a long-distance relationship that affects immigrants. It sucks, but with clear, open communication, honesty, and love, I think you're going to be okay. Again, as always, I want to thank you for listening. And if you want to start a conversation about this topic, please head to my Facebook page, An Immigrant's Life Podcast. Also, if you'd like to be a guest of the show, you can contact me through the Facebook page or send an email to animmigrantslife at yahoo.com. If you'd like to support the show more, I think the best way is to tell your friends, family, co-workers about it. But the easiest way is to like, share, review, and subscribe. Again, this is Aaron Deliosa, and this is An Immigrant's Life. I'll see you guys later.